weird. My, uh, my watch, my heart rate on my watch says that I'm running a mile right now. Um, I digress. So my father gripped the oars and steered our small raft into the giant rapids below. In the front of the raft sat my mother, and in one arm she clutched my six-year-old brother, and in the other arm she held on to three-year-old me. We were on a remote Alaskan river, and at flood stage, uh, swim in these rapids might have been the end for any of us. As the, the raft smashed and spun through the, the giant waves, my brother yipped and hollered with glee, and he bailed water with his small bucket as furiously as he could. My mother shook me violently, <laughs> but it was no use. The rolling waves had lulled me into a deep sleep, and I slept <laughs> through the entire rapids. This situation essentially sums up my early childhood. Uh, my father pushing the family headfirst into adventure after adventure, my capable brother excelling at everything that we did, my brave mother trying desperately to keep her only two children alive, <laughs> and myself um, blissfully and ignorantly along for the ride. As I grew a little older, I uh, I slowly became a, more of an active participant in these trips, and as I grew older still, I began to fall in love with the outdoors. Growing up in Seward, Alaska, I had two heroes, two idols that I looked up to. The first, naturally, was my father. My father was a complex man. <clears throat> he, was a, he was a smoke jumper that fought wildfires, and then he was a teacher. He was a mountaineer, a skier, he was an expert wilderness traveler. He, uh, he helped build schools in Afghanistan for young girls. He was an opportunistic eater. He was injury prone. Um, and he was also an avid storyteller who knew how to hold a captive audience. The other hero that I had growing up was my cousin Seth. Seth was about 10 years older than me, uh, and he was naturally gifted at everything he did. He always had a huge grin, um, and he had more energy and more ambition than any man that I've met before or since. In his 20s, Seth became a, an expert mountaineer, putting up first ascents in the Alaska range. Seth once showed up to the Talkeetna runway for an expedition wearing a suit and tie. He, um, he hadn't been able to get any more time off at his office job for these silly trips, and uh, as, the, as the FOMO built at the last minute, he quit his job, <laughs> run home, packed his bag, and showed up at the airstrip to join a, an expedition to do a first ascent in the Revelation Mountains. So I looked up to these two men growing up, and um, I, I fully expected to, uh, to learn from them and to go on adventures with them uh, well into my adulthood. When I was 19, I received a, an unexpected call from my mother telling me that Seth had died in a small plane crash. Uh, more than anything, for me, this, this um, destroyed the notion that I held that my heroes and my, my idols were invincible and untouchable. About three weeks later, as I was uh, starting college out of state, I received another call from my mother. 
This time, uh, she told me my, my father's health had taken unexpected turn for the worse, and he was in the hospital. My father had been battling ALS for years, but the, the swift downturn in his health was, was unexpected. I caught the next flight home to uh, Alaska and drove straight from the Anchorage airport to the Seward Hospital, where I was able to spend an hour with my father before he passed. So in three weeks, I lost the two people that I most looked up to. At my father's celebration of life, I made a pact with myself that I would, <clears throat> I would uh, live three lives in one going forward in order to honor my father and my cousin in the only way that I could think of. Uh, and so as I entered my 20s, I had a lot of living to do. I had, I had wild adventures with uh, even wilder people all over the world. I did things like ice climbing on icebergs, jumping out of perfectly good helicopters. <laughs> I skied illegally from the highest peak in South America. I bike toured through Peru, Colombia, and Ecuador. Um, I, did, I did a whole lot of other great things. And uh, <clears throat> however, some of these adventures came with injury. I broke my back skiing. I broke my back speed flying. I broke my hand um, walking a slack line about 60 feet up in some trees. I broke my scapula and dislocated my shoulder, getting caught in an avalanche. And I think at some point my mother um, started to get a little sick of me calling her from the ER and asking for help with my medical bills. As I approached the end of my 20s, um, I, I honestly never expected to live past the age of 29, which is the age that my cousin died. And as I approached the end of my 20s, uh, I started to have a few realizations. I realized that my cousin and my father would probably be more proud of me for living a long and productive and passion-filled life than they would for any uh, dangerous stunt that I managed to pull off. And um, I realized that in order to live that long life, I might have to make a few changes. So I traded in my job as a ski patroller, throwing explosives and starting avalanches for a job as an ER nurse. I, I traded in speed flying for mountain running. And I, uh, I generally just adopted a little bit more of a conservative approach to the outdoors. My, my girlfriend won't agree with that, but... <laughs> um, so now, as I, as I look forward to the next chapter of my life, I'm excited for my, my loving partner and I to share our passions with the next generation. Um, my name is Piper Dixon, but I am also my father, and I am also my cousin Seth. And these days, I don't sleep through the rapids. I grab the oars and row. Thank you. <laughs>